I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are gonna be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are gonna work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're gonna read one chapter a week and inside our book study Facebook group, you're gonna get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts, you're gonna get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's gonna be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're gonna get a lot out of the group even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. You're listening to episode number 45 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey friends, happy Monday, and as always, welcome back to another episode. I love starting my week off with you, and I hope that you have been enjoying our little mini-series on mini-lessons. This is going to be our third and final episode on mini-lessons, although as I've been putting together these episodes, I already have a couple other. I was like, oh no, there's more things I want to say about mini-lessons than I can fit into these three episodes. So don't be surprised if you know, November, December, January, I show up with another episode on mini lessons because they're so important. So I hope you're feeling at least a little more confident in your ability to implement them. And before we jump in today's episode, which is going to be all about the four types of reading mini lessons, I want to make sure that you have grabbed my mini lesson planning pack is what I am calling it. And I put together a little freebie for you. If you are either new to my podcast or new to my audience, and this little planning pack has a mini lesson plan template that has all four or all five parts of the mini lesson. It has sentence starters that you can use to help plan your mini lesson. It has a teacher guide that kind of shares just some helpful tips and strategies beyond what I've shared in these podcast episodes. And then I've also included three sample lessons from the Stellar Teacher Reading Membership. Inside our membership, one of the things that we love to give our members is scripted out mini lessons and anchor charts and stop and jot templates for all of the objectives. And we love to break down the objectives for them. And I wanted to show you three of those samples so that way you kind of have an idea of how you can plan out your mini lessons and how you could possibly use the mini lesson framework to create mini lessons for the different objectives that you have to teach. So we will link to that in the show notes in case you have not grabbed that yet. I know I've mentioned that previously, but in case you've not grabbed that yet, that is definitely something that you're going to want to check out. And today we're going to talk about the four different types of reading mini lessons that you should be teaching. And 
maybe you're thinking, wait, what? There's there's different types of mini lessons. And I know when I I talk a lot about how when I first started teaching things that I thought or, you know, things that I discovered along the way. And I know that's because our teacher journeys are sometimes very similar. And I know when I first started teaching reading using the reading workshop framework, I sort of thought or had this misconception that my whole group instruction, my mini lesson should always be focused on comprehension, on a comprehension skill or strategy, teaching my students, you know, how to make inferences, how to analyze characters, how to identify the main idea. And while that is definitely one type of mini lesson we want to be teaching, if you think about it, there is a lot that goes into being a strong reader. There's a lot that our students have to do. It's not just having the comprehension skills and strategies. It's being able to, you know, talk about reading. It's able to write about reading. It's able to organize our thinking. It's able to develop those habits and behaviors that are going to make us a successful reader. And everything that our students need to know about reading, we can teach through a mini lesson. So I've sort of come up with these four big categories of mini lessons that we want to teach throughout the year. And even if the majority of your mini lessons are focused on comprehension skills or strategies that are aligned to the standards, we still sort of just kind of want to take inventory of How often are we talking about habits and behaviors? How often are we teaching our students to respond to to reading and all of the different types? And so my goal with today is to basically just give you some kind of an awareness of these four different types and have you analyze and think about, okay, am I incorporating all types of mini lessons into my instruction throughout the year? So that's kind of where we're headed with this. And I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in. So the first type of reading mini lesson, more than likely at this point, you have already taught your students. And this is we want to do mini lessons that will support our students to develop effective reading habits and behaviors. And I talked a lot about the idea of reading habits and behaviors back in our episode on how to launch reading workshop. And even though you probably spent some time at the beginning of the year helping your students, you know, learn how to read independently, how to build their stamina, um, how to develop a reading life outside of school. These are things that we still want to teach and reinforce throughout the year. So even though your first three weeks of mini lessons were focused on reading habits and behaviors, you want to continue to reinforce these things all throughout the year. And these are the mini lessons that are going to help your students become lifelong readers. And I think so often we take our own reading habits for granted and we don't realize that, you know, not every student has positive reading habits modeled to them at home or are even aware that maybe they they have the the possibility of reading at home. You know that they can read every day, that we can read just for fun. And so we really need to think that if we want our students to embrace and embody the habits of a strong reader, then we need to intentionally teach them. So My little challenge slash encouragement for you is to make sure that you come back to these types of mini lessons all throughout the year beyond our launch, our launch guide, our launch phase. And a couple different mini lessons that focus on habits and behaviors might include, these are some teaching points. So you might teach your students how to explore a variety of genres. You might want to teach your students to identify the genres that they enjoy reading. You might want to teach your students that readers make time for reading outside of school. You might want to teach your students that readers keep a list of books that they want to read. You might want to teach your students that readers talk about the books that they read with their family, friends, and classmates. And maybe you want to teach your students that readers work towards specific goals. All of those objectives are examples of mini lessons that would fall under this category of effective reading habits and behaviors. And 
even though these might not be the most frequent lessons that we teach, I would say that they might be the most important because these are how we are helping our students internalize everything that we are teaching them. So type of mini lesson number one, effective reading habits and behaviors. Make sure you are teaching them all throughout the year, not just at the start of the year. Okay, the next category or the next type of mini lesson are probably the ones that you teach most frequently. And these are the reading comprehension strategies and skills. These are the mini lessons that are connected to the standards. And like I said, they probably account for the bulk of your whole group instruction. And these mini lessons are going to be the ones that are going to help your students how to learn how to understand and process more complex text. These are going to help your students to develop the their capacity to, you know, to make inferences, to be able to use context clues, to understand deeper vocabulary, you know, to be able to ask meaningful questions, to be able to make those connections. And the focus for these lessons are going to be rooted in your grade level standards for your specific state. And like I said, these are probably the types of mini lessons that you think of the most when you're planning and preparing for your mini lessons. And so some mini lesson objectives, you know, if you're thinking of, okay, well, what are some examples of these types of mini lessons? These might include something like readers can pay attention to what a character thinks, says, and does in order to understand their personality traits you know, getting them to make inferences about a character. Maybe you are teaching an objective where you're teaching your students that readers can ask questions to help monitor their thinking about a text. You know, maybe you're teaching them that readers can pay attention to words and phrases that repeat in order to identify the main idea. Maybe you're teaching your students that readers can use the formula somebody wanted but so then to help summarize a fiction text. And you'll notice with all of these objectives, they're bite-sized, they're very specific, they're focused on one small part, but they are all connected to comprehension. They're all focused on a text and giving students tools that are going to help them better understand what it is that they are reading. So you definitely want to make sure that your mini lessons throughout the year focus on reading comprehension strategies and skills. Okay, the third type of mini lesson that you want to be teaching, and this one might be my favorite. Can you guess what it is connected to? Genre. You want to make sure that you are teaching your students elements and characteristics of genre, and you can do that through mini lessons. And the the lessons that fall into this category are the mini lessons that are going to help your students understand how texts are written. And I think these are, again, so important because the more a student understands how a text is written, how books are assembled, you know, what to expect when they are reading each type of genre, the more likely they are to be able to understand what they read. I love teaching students that really genre And text structure serves as their roadmap for reading. It helps gives them clues. It gives them direction. It helps them understand where they're going. And these are things I think that oftentimes we sort of take for granted as adult and mature readers. You know, we know the difference between the different genres. We understand, you know, plot structure. We understand informational text structure. We even understand how books are assembled. You know, even this idea that, you know, there's a little snippet written on the back of a chapter book that kind of gives you a preview or even, you know, the difference between like a prologue and epilogue acknowledgments, the fact that, you know, book covers just the way that they're set up. And sometimes, you know, we need to make sure that we're intentional about teaching those same things to our students because, again, We want our students to really know exactly what they will expect to see when they open up any type of text. It just helps, I think, give them confidence in their ability to navigate text. So some objectives that might fall under this type of mini lessons are, you know, readers will be able to know the attributes and characteristics of fill-in-the-blank genre, of traditional literature, of fairy tales, of mystery, whatever it is. 
You might want to teach your students that readers can study text features to learn more about a specific topic. Again, just this idea of, I think oftentimes we teach our students to identify text features, but do we teach them how they can use them? That would kind of fall in this, you know, the elements and characteristics of genre. Teaching our students that readers can notice how authors organize information in a text. And, you know, again, also readers can pay close attention and they can read the illustrations in a text. You know, making sure that students aren't just reading the words, but they're actually paying attention to the illustrations, the graphics, the pictures that are included as well. So you definitely want to make sure, especially anytime you are switching genre, if you're going from fiction to nonfiction or poetry or to traditional literature, when, whenever you're making a switch in genre, make sure that not only are you paying attention to the comprehension skills that your students need in order to understand that, understand that specific genre, but you are actually also considering, are there unique attributes or elements to this genre that my students might need to be aware of? And then maybe incorporate a mini lesson into that. And again, The nice thing about all of these different types of mini lessons is they all follow the same mini lesson framework that I talked about in a previous episode. And so you don't you don't teach this any differently than you would teach a comprehension skill. You just want to make sure that your instructional plans account for and include mini lessons that focus on genre. And then the fourth type of mini lesson that you want to make sure you are teaching is teaching students mini lessons that will help them learn how to respond to reading. And I think lessons in this category, I mean, they're all super important, let's be honest. But these ones are really important because they're going to help your students learn how they can contribute to the community of readers that you are creating in your classroom. And, you know, we want our students talking and writing about the books that they are reading, and we want them to be recommending books to their classmates and having meaningful book club discussions. But that means that they need to know how to talk and write about the texts and how to share evidence of their thinking. And, you know, I I realized that this category was really important, probably my for, my first year of teaching fourth grade. And I sort of made the discovery that I was not actually teaching many lessons in this category when I started to ask my students to respond in their reading journal. And that just became a hot mess. I, th- I think I've talked about this before. You know, I had some students who were pulling out the wrong journal, some students who started in the back of the book. You know, I asked students to write a summary of what they were reading, and some students would write one or two sentences, and other students would write, you know, two or three journal pages, and some students would copy down the text exactly. And I'm just like, wait, what is going on here? How do they not know how to respond to reading? Or You know, even when I started to ask my students to fill out a graphic organizer or use a sticky note to respond to their reading, you know, I I would give them these reading response assignments with the assumption that they already knew how to complete the task. And I quickly realized, like I said, that if we are asking our students to respond to reading, whether it is through a turn and talk, a book talk, a journal response, a graphic organizer, whatever it is, a sticky note, we need to teach them how to do that. And I, I think this is a probably a category of mini lessons that is is forgotten about. And, you know, I think this is one of the areas that we need to spend more time teaching our students how to respond. So, you know, if you are thinking of your week-long lesson plans, and if you are thinking about teaching text structure, for example, one of the things I love doing is teaching students how to create their own graphic organizers to organize their thinking around text structure. Which means one of your lessons then might be teaching students how to draw and create a graphic organizer. So rather than just assuming they know how to do that, you're actually going to teach a mini lesson where you model and you show them how to set that up. So 
like I said, many lessons in this category are anything to do with helping students talk and write about their text that they are reading. So an example of some objectives might be readers can use sticky notes to stop and jot while they read. That's one of my favorite objectives to teach. You know, readers can give a book talk to recommend a book to classmates. Another objective might be readers can create their own graphic organizers to organize their thinking. Or even readers can share their own opinions about a text, even if they're different from a classmate's during a book club or group discussion. I think that's also important as well. So just reminding yourself that before you sort of release the reins to your students for book clubs, book talks, even reading centers or reading homework, make sure that you have actually taken the time to teach them how to execute those tasks. So those are the four types of mini lessons. And let me just quickly review them. You want to make sure that your mini lessons are helping your students learn, one, effective reading habits and behaviors, two, reading comprehension strategies and skills that are linked back to your state standards, three, elements and characteristics of genre, especially when you're getting ready to make a switch in your instruction, and then four, making sure that your students know how to respond to reading and that you're modeling and teaching that. Of course, now I'm kind of curious Do you feel like there is one type of mini lesson that you need to teach more of or maybe less of? I know for every class and every teacher, it's always going to be different. You might have some students that come in with a lot of background knowledge about genre, which would be amazing, which means you might not have to teach as many of those mini lessons. But then on the flip side, if your students lack sort of some of those, you know, written and oral communication skills that make it really difficult for them to talk and effectively write about their texts, then you might need to teach more of that type of mini lesson. And I think ultimately, when you are thinking about your mini lessons, the really the most important thing to remember is that you want to plan and teach your mini lessons that are going to focus on one thing your student needs. So whatever the one thing is that is going to help your students be more successful in reading sort of that week, you know, incorporate those into your plans. And maybe it'll be an entire week's worth of comprehension mini lessons. Maybe you'll have an entire week's worth of reading habits and behaviors mini lessons. Maybe there is a balance. So just know and let me remind you and encourage you that you know your students the best. You know exactly what it is that they need. And those are the types of things that you want to put into your mini lessons. But of course, now you also kind of want to think about and consider, am I, you know, providing instruction in these four areas? So hopefully you find this episode helpful. You guys know I absolutely love hearing from you. Um, Do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at The Stellar Teacher Company. Like I said, I would love to know what type of mini lesson you tend to teach uh, more of or if you have an idea for a new type of mini lesson that you want to incorporate into your classroom, reach out to me, let me know. And of course, don't forget to check out the show notes to grab that mini lesson planning pack and get a few sample mini lessons that you could probably use in your classroom this week. And I hope to hear or hope to see you back here next Monday for another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Stellar Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are finding value in this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would follow along and leave a five-star positive review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. And don't forget to join me over on Instagram at the Stellar Teacher Company. You can always find the links and resources from this episode in the show notes at stellarteacher.com. I'll see you back here next week. 